Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. If you are new around here and haven't had a moment to leave a five-star review uh, or a rating, I would appreciate you doing so. It helps the algorithms uh, think that we're awesome because we are, and it helps others find us. And as you know, it is no fun to fangirl alone. So we definitely want to share this episode or one like it with your friends, your family, anybody that you think might want to fangirl something. If you look back in the archives, you will find a topic that floats your boat, I promise. I have on the show today my friend Janie. Janie is a fellow Schitt's Creek fangirl, and in fact, we are currently going through season six episodes and having spoiler-filled reviews after the episodes drop, if that's your thing. Definitely take a listen back on some of those shows, uh, but she is also a big podcast listener. And uh, Janie, hey. Hey, how's it going? Good, good, good. Good. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself for those that are new to my podcast. All right. So I live in Texas. I am not a Texan, but I live in Texas. Um, I'm married. Very, very specific there. That's right. <laughs> um, I'm married, have two kids, two cats that keep me busy. And um, yeah, like Patty said, I start a lot of sentences with, hey, I was listening to a podcast and <laughs> um, much to the chagrin of people around me. So I pretty much have my AirPods in my ears at all times when I'm awake. <laughs> and as you know, I was uh, fairly new to podcasts, like just last spring is when I started listening to them. But that is how I am as well. I walk around the house. I walk around the grocery store. I walk around the gym. I am pretty much always listening to a podcast. Now we are talking about true crime podcasts and some and why people like these. And in particular, we're going to talk about one of our favorites in the true crime genre that that's out there, and that is, of course, my favorite murder uh, with Karen in Georgia. They are. The reason why we, we decided to go ahead and do this one is there was this Forbes article that came out uh, earlier this week announcing that My Favorite Murder is joining the list of the biggest money-making podcasts out there. You know, hey, maybe crime does actually pay, right? <laughs> uh, they are number two on that list right now. Two! Can you believe that? And the top women top women i mean they're just they're just so awesome they are they're really uh, i don't like like the, the term girl boss that drives me nuts to hear that and they probably <laughs> i don't know if they would like that either but uh they're very impressive with what they have done with this show uh now you got me into not only Shit's Creek, which has <laughs> taken over my life but right behind that right now is my favorite murder i since I'm fairly new to them, I have the luxury of being able to go back and binge and listen to all their shows like all the time. Like <laughs> I still lucky. have, I still, yes, I still have plenty of backlog of my favorite murder to uh, continue to listen to. And uh, you know, I'm good with that. I am really good <laughs> with that. That's one thing about being kind of late to the party is that you can then go back and you can listen to all these shows. Uh, yep. And that's what I've been, that's what I've been doing. So when I am, um, 
doing those errands, walking around my house, driving my car, whatever, you can bet that my favorite murder is probably playing in the background. Now, we'll talk a little bit more about the podcast, that particular podcast in a few minutes, but I have a couple of questions. First of all, why are you like this? (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was going to say, do you know how many times a day I ask that to myself? (laughs) (laughs) But but for real, my question, my, my real question is, uh, when did you first become a true crime fangirl? Because I know you listen to others, not just yeah. this, but I know that that is something that you really get into and that you really like. So do you do you know how or why you got into this? Yeah. Well, you know, like the, the great Lady Gaga said, I think I was born this way. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, like, I don't know if you remember from when we were younger, <clears throat> which was a, a few years ago. Um, they, <laughs> they used to have like the movie of the week or the mini series of the week on like NBC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember my mom would just sit down. I'd sit down with my mom and watch them. I remember, you know, I know my first name is Steven and there's a couple other ones that were true crime related that I watched as a kid. Um, so, and then the other thing that really grabbed me as a child, um, and just, I'll never forget it. It's the whole Jacob Wetterling story. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up in Minnesota, so that was a really big thing. And I remember one time we were traveling to Mexico and some of his family members were on our flight following a lead that he had been sighted in Mexico. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's it's just, you know, something that's kind of always stuck with me. And so, yeah, I, like I said, I've just kind of always been this way, I guess. All right. All right. (laughs) Um, So that kind of explains, I guess, you know, TVs, movies, you know, this is why and how you kind of got into this. Uh, For myself, I do remember watching some of those shows, but I also remember feeling so awful while I watched them and while I spent time, uh, you know, just, I think it's the visuals. And so... Once upon a time before I had kids, I did watch those kinds of things. But then as I got older, I'm like, nope, it's too much real life. I don't want that real life in my face. I need light, fluffy, hello, Disney, have you guys met me? (laughs) That was when I pivoted to much more light and fluffy uh, entertainment. But I will tell you, the whole idea of the podcasting has basically changed the game for me. So what I discovered, like one night I was up late, just not able to sleep. Cause unfortunately I do that too. Um, <laughs> I was not able to sleep and Dateline was on and oh. I was watching it. And I like kept thinking was, I wonder if this is a podcast. I wonder if I could find this on a podcast because I was super uncomfortable watching it, mm-hmm. but I was okay with hearing the story. I was okay with understanding what happened and what, you know, this family had gone through, but I didn't, I didn't want to watch it. Does that make any sense to anyone other than me? Am I the only weirdo that's that way? You are not because as I'm sure you've discovered, there is a Dateline podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's basically the same stories. They're just, you know, putting it on the podcast versus making you watch it on TV. And so that's my question to you. Do you still watch true crime shows or movies? Do you have a preference like I do? Obviously, I mean, I definitely am team podcast when it comes to that particular kind of a show. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm def- a, a trillion percent team podcast. Um, 
a lot of it has to do with time, but, um, a lot of it, like you said too, I don't, I don't necessarily need to see the visuals per se, you know, and there's a lot to be said about, you know, listening to somebody just tell you a story and tell you, tell you more without having to see some of that stuff that you don't want to be able to see. Now, some of them, I, you know, I'll still go out and watch, you know, a Netflix document docu-series or whatever, but yeah, definitely podcast all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you, what are your top three favorite uh, podcasts? And you can say all three of mine cause they, I'm sure they are your favorite, <laughs> but uh, no, your top three favorite true crime podcasts. <laughs> um, well, of course my favorite murder is, mm-hmm. you know, the nearest and dearest in my heart. I really like the first degree. I don't know if you've listened to that. It's got Billy Jensen, who's part of the Exactly Right podcast network, you know, that mm-hmm. Karen and Georgia built. Um, but they act, have you heard of that one? I haven't. Mm-mm. Okay. So what they basically do is they interview and discuss cases and they talk to somebody who was involved with a case in some way, either a family member of the victim or somebody who might have grown up with the victim, or sometimes somebody who knew the the murderer. Um, and I really like it because I feel like it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's, and this is going to sound weird, but it's respectful of the victim. You know, it's not just doing a story to get get the hits or whatever. They're really trying to tell you what happened. So okay, I really, really what- enjoy that one. Which one is that one called? The First Degree. The First Degree. Okay. Yeah. I'm pulling it up on my phone right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to hit the subscribe button. Keep going. What else you got for me? Well, of course, like you mentioned, Dateline. You know, I was driving to work this morning listening to a Dateline episode and just talking away to myself and Keith Morrison just about the case and, uh, you know, really, really discussing it with him. So, you know, Dateline's always good. And then one more, I know you asked for three, but uh, um, I don't know if you've listened to any of the Wondery podcasts, but they do a really good job. Like all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just pull you into the story and you are just hanging on every word waiting for what they're going to tell you next, you know, and some of the the really good ones that I've, you know, Dirty John, almost everybody's heard of Dirty John. Well, Dirty um, John was my entry gateway to the podcast world. Ooh. And it also was when I went, oh, maybe I do like true crime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that one, um, that one was like, like I said, one of the, the first ones that I listened to. And I would find myself, you know, finding places to go <laughs> to get out of the house or to drive around and do so that I could continue to listen to that story because it was just so well done and so yeah. interesting and fascinating uh, to be told. Funny enough, I was listening to Martinis and Murders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Martinis and Murder uh, today. And Tara from Dirty John okay, was a guest on their show. And I was she amuses me like she, she just she's something else but what i was laughing about with in dirty john was how much uh she was so obsessed with zombie apocalypse movies and like and that's what she credits to what yes. basically saved her so <laughs> i have a i have a love but 
oh, bless your heart, sweet thing, <laughs> feeling about Tara personally. But this this conversation was hilarious, and she was she was interesting. But she's got her own podcast out now too, um, not not about murder true crime. But anyway, it was just kind of one of those things. That I was like, oh, how funny is this that one thing leads to the other in the podcast world, right? Yeah, and we just connected, you know, three different podcasts uh, in that way. But um, anywho, uh, so so yeah, I love all the Wondries, uh, yeah. all the Wondry episodes. They are. There hasn't been one. There, there hasn't been any of those that I haven't, uh, I haven't just binged right through and listened to them as well. They were all really good. They're really amazing. And then, you know, my entry into true crime, of course, just like most people, was serial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let's talk a little bit about my favorite murder. Okay. <laughs> Love it. What? <laughs> what? Uh, so. I discovered, and I and I didn't. I don't know. I, I I started listening to it because you told me to, and <laughs> I try to do whatever Jamie tells me to do. Send me and, some money. <laughs> <laughs> and right away, I think the first episode that popped up for me was actually one of their minisodes. Okay. Yep. And so I have a favorite. I I love their minisodes. Uh, I I don't particularly love the live shows, but I don't like live shows in podcasts in general. They're just, so it's not them. It's just. In general, I'm not a live show person. Yep. I definitely like a little bit cleaner edited versions, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is there. But um, but anyway, so I, I don't really listen to their live shows, but I love their minisodes. And I love the other ones where they you know, each have a, a murder that they tell us about. Yep. And what I liked about these women is I knew nothing about them. I didn't know how big of a deal they were, Jamie. Really? Um, Really, none. I had no idea. You just told me to watch to go listen to this podcast. That's all I knew. <laughs> that was the extent of my um, experience in what they were about. And you know, I saw they'd been doing this for a couple of years, and I caught on that they were funny and that they were in LA. So I, of course, I connect the dots that they obviously have some connections and entertainment business, you know, whatever. So yes, I could piece things together by <laughs> listening to their podcast, but I, I honestly had no idea that they were like this big of a thing. Right. Um, and, uh, but I think that's the charm for me is that I, the way they produce this and the way they do this, like they leave their mess ups in there all the time. They don't yep. edit things out and make it clean. They, they leave when they say words wrong or when they, totally go off script on something. And, uh, and it just feels like my impression, my visual is that Georgia comes over to Karen's house and they sit in their kitchen table and Steven's in, in the other room. Cause he's not like quite in their face while they're recording, but you know, he's around and they're just hanging out with each other, having this conversation. All right. Well, yep. that's not what happens. Like they're actually <laughs> in a recording studio and it's all like a professional thing and all that, but that's my impression of it. And that's what I love about it. Well, and that's how it started, you know, um, mm -hmm. Karen used to go over to Georgia's apartment and they would record in the loft of her apartment. Oh, see, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Uh, so, but see, that's my visual. That's exactly where I was picking it up and, and what I was expecting, um, you know, their setup to be. So obviously, you know, I hear about how they're hosting these weekend getaway things and then they're doing all this live tour and stuff. So I was like, oh, I guess they are kind of a big deal. I don't know. Right. And then this, <laughs> this 
this post for, from Forbes comes out where they're like <laughs> number two behind Rogan. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, I feel stupid. Um, but go, go them. Go them for making all that money and making it sound so effortless and amazing. But so here's my point. I do have a point to this. <laughs> How I discovered that um, post was in one of my podcast groups. Somebody posted it and they're like, wow, look at these women go. And there was probably, by the time I chimed in, there was at least 25 comments about Karen and Georgia. And out of those 25, probably 23 of them, 23 of them were mm-hmm. saying how much they didn't like the show. And all I kept thinking was like, is this a popular opinion? They're amazing. How can you not like these women? Yeah, that's so that's really kind of become a, a newer thing lately. Like, you know, you know, hipsters, like how, you know, they liked them first. Then once they became popular, then, oh, I don't like them anymore. That's mm-hmm. kind of the vibe that I get a lot of how a lot of people feel about them that they kind of just became this big deal and you know they don't it's I don't know it's kind of frustrating because it feels like people don't want them to be so popular and be making all the money and you know and I'm like get it yeah. You know, like you texted me this morning get that money yes <laughs> yes yeah I uh I I yeah, it, it just made me shake my head, and and I will I will admit I can't and I can't remember which one it is. In fact, maybe it's a good thing that I'm not going to call them out. But one of them does say a lot of um 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 yeah, and that does drive me crazy. I will admit that. Yeah. However, I love her, so I I, I overlook <laughs> that and I just listen to her. Um, and and I uh and I I say it too. I mean, it's it's not like it's just that there's a lot of it sometimes when she's reading her stories. Uh, and, uh, it just can get, you know, repetitive. So I could, I could respect it if that's what they were complaining about, but that's not what they were complaining about. They were just basically, uh, feeling like, I don't know, like they, they couldn't respect them or they didn't think they, oh, they, they chit chatted too much. So of course, then I had to wade in and chime in and I'm like, look, they make you feel like a real person is talking to you. Yep. They aren't just reading you a straight news report. They also are so good about propping people up and mm-hmm. like, like I was, I mean, I am a terrible mother, but I let my kids sometimes listen to it when I'm Absolutely. in the car with them. Yeah. And I've, cause the girls, they swear a lot. So anybody that's interested in my, my favorite murder, you need to know they swear up a storm, like every yes. other word. All right. So it's bad. Yep. But yeah, judge me if you need to. Uh, <laughs> and, and if you know me, if you know me in my movie reviews, I really don't like that around my kids. I don't like, you know, that's not something I usually use in entertainment. However, I was talking to Claire, who is my older, you know, she's the same age as your daughter, my mm-hmm. older, um, my oldest daughter. And Claire was like, wow, they sure do say a lot of F words. Mom. <laughs> and I said, I know, but let's look at what they're really saying, though, their message that they're saying, what can you take away from this? And she was picking up on a lot of these very positive amp- affirmations. And I do enjoy the fact that they not only like to talk about like these murder stories and these true crime stories. And they've told me and they've shared stuff that I had never heard of before. But on top of that, they do it with a, a little bit of humor, but it's not, yep. um, it doesn't cross the line. It's not offensive to a family. At least I, I don't feel like it's ever disrespectful. And then on top of that, they, they really talk candidly about their own struggles and 
getting therapy and how much they love therapy and how everyone should go to therapy. And I'm over here going, yes, yes, therapy. (laughs) (laughs) So for those reasons, I am now a big My Favorite Murder fangirl. And again, I think that. I have to thank you for that. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad. And when, you know, kind of speaking to, you know, like you said, you know, it's kind of hard with the 14 year old daughter, soon to be 15. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I let my daughter go to a concert a couple months ago and I didn't go in. Just her and her friend went in and it was terrifying and scary. And, but I looked at my daughter and I said, what did Karen and Georgia say? And she's like, mom, I'm like, what did Karen and Georgia say? And she said, F politeness. Yes. And I'm like, yes. If somebody tries to get you to do something that you don't want to do or you don't feel good about or anything like that, you don't owe them anything. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I will, I will high five you for letting your daughter listen to them and, <laughs> and kind of teaching girls young that they don't, you know, they have to stand up for themselves and they don't have to be nice all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, that's one of the appeals to this is I think it just, it's, it's so good on so many different levels. And plus they are funny. I wish I was as funny as these ladies, but they, they are really, they're really great together and it's enjoyable. And so, you know what? I hope the I hope my favorite murder goes on forever and ever and ever. And I hope next year they're at the number one spot. Take it ladies. And remind me, uh, I have their book. I'll send it to you. It's so good. (gasps) Yes, I would love that. (laughs) I would love that. Uh, What else? Anything else that you want to tell us about fangirling true crime podcasts? No, I will say um, I just wanted to add that I know you and a lot of people share the same view about not absolutely loving the live shows. But I will tell you that I have been to one of their live shows and I mean, the, the energy and everything is off the chart. So if you can try to go because you'll make new friends and everybody's totally accepting and fun and it's great. It's, it's a great experience. You know, I actually think I would love a live show. So yes, if they were ever in my town, I would I would totally do it. It's just something different about listening to them. I don't Absolutely. know. But but again, it's not them. It's any live show. I really when if I see live show come up on any of my my podcasts I listen to, I'm like, "Eh, skip." <laughs> uh so it's not it's not them. Um which is funny cuz I'm announcing my next show. It's going to be a live show. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but I'm sure this will come back to haunt me someday. I'll be like, hey, let's do a live show. That sounds like a great idea. Nobody's going to listen to it because they're going to be like, Patty, you said they suck. <laughs> oh, anywho, let's, let's hope it doesn't get to that. <laughs> I'll be there uh, no matter what. Oh, thanks, friend. Thanks. All right. Well, I think we killed this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> We will uh, both be back next week to talk more Shit's Creek Season 6. If you haven't listened to those episodes, like I said, go on back, take a listen. Just know there's all kinds of spoilers. I mean, we talk about everything that happens in those shows. And uh, thanks for fangirling all things Murderino and true crime podcasts with us on the No Guilt Fangirls podcast. And I hope you'll be back to fangirl with us again real soon. Bye, Jamie. Bye. Stay sexy. And don't get murdered. (laughs) Goodbye.